You have one new voicemail message. Message received today at 12.01pm. Yo, what's up, Unpack? I got you guys' voice memo. And this is whether you're into sports or not. I think we love them because they represent the absolute best in us. And like I said, you could be into sports, into rugby, or not at all, but we associate the All Blacks, the Black Jersey, and to a larger extent, anyone who wears the Silver Fern with the absolute best that we have to offer as a nation. And I think it's something we're all really, really proud of. Whether you know someone directly or indirectly, New Zealand's such a small place, and so there's going to be someone that you have a personal connection to in that team at any one point. And more often than not, it's something we're proud of. first article comes from Stuff, and in fact it's not a news article, it's a status update, posted on October 3rd, 2011, and it reads, lowest scoring Rugby World Cup final in history. Do we care? Nope. Well done to the All Blacks. First comment comes from Julie. Do we care? It was only one point and a pretty ugly game. Nope. Go the All Blacks. We can worry about the ins and outs of the game next year. Yeah, all right. Pretty common reaction to the Shout entire out game. Like, you know, we keep it calm. A dub's a dub. Exactly. W's a W. The final ended, what, 8-7? Absolutely. And the, noting this was in the year where we just went through the mm, Christchurch earthquake. So yeah. we were all down pretty bad, not feeling too great. So you know what? This win gives us something to be proud of. Exactly. And even though it was the lowest scoring Rugby World Cup, I sound like a pessimist even saying that. We did win. Next comment comes from Chris. Yeah, we won. They didn't. France played well, but at the end of the day, the scoreboard is what we see, and as I see it as a Kiwi living in Australia, the All Blacks are world champions. And it makes me proud to be a Kiwi. You know, this comment has like a real, like, by any means necessary feel to it. Like, uh, yeah, we won. They didn't. And I I feel like... That's kind of the, the the perspective of all blacks on the international stage, right? Like 100%. We, we do anything to get the win. Doesn't matter how. We bend the rules. Referee wasn't the greatest. You know, the crowd could have been on our side a little better. Against all odds. We came up with the win. And I guess also for Chris, it allows him to be a proud Kiwi in Australia. Mm. Like, we know there's a lot of Kiwis in Australia, but I mean, who doesn't love when their country wins a sporting event? 100%. I mean, I'll watch a sport I don't know the rules of, but if there's someone I know, someone representing my people, my country, whoever, I will celebrate their successes. Absolutely. Go team. Next comment comes from John. Just wish the PM would stop with the politics and get out of the way. I thought he was going to kiss the cup at one point. He's slurping up the adulation that were given the All Blacks. Probably going to be on the bus with the team at today's parade. Slurping up the adulation. Yeah, that's kind of mad, bro. That's kind of mad. You think John woke up and was like, yeah, I got the perfect little (laughs) little stanza. I got the, this is 2011 as well. He's like, "Mm, don't wait until they hear my slurping up the adulation. Yeah. All right, John. Now, I hate to be so pessimistic. You don't hate it. Early in the season. You don't hate it. Who are you trying to kid? (laughs) What does the PM have to do with rugby? I mean, like, at a high level, rugby provides us a foot into the international landscape, right? Like, it's our identity. And at the heart of our identity is the brand of the All Blacks. Like, things like the Rugby World Cup, 
cost New Zealand like $1.2 billion while only making about like 700000 in return. But we saw like what increased tourism, the lives of New Zealanders by bringing like, you know, other rugby teams here to enjoy our land. Look, and- I think, I think yes, uh-huh. all those things. And maybe ugh, it could kind of relate, but rugby is just rugby. The All Blacks are just the All Blacks. They're the greatest team in the nation. Not everything needs to poli- be politicized. I just want to sit here and enjoy the All Blacks and be happy with that. That's how you feel? Am I allowed to be there? Huh? Next article comes from News Hub, published on October 12th, 2012. Caption says, The All Blacks' once sacred jersey will be emblazoned with three letters under a new five-and-a-half-year sponsorship deal. What do you think? And what you see is Richie McCaw holding up the shirt with AIG on it in front of what is possibly a fabricated backdrop showing Auckland's sky tower. That's wild that they had to fabricate that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Like, they couldn't fly my mans up to yeah. Auckland. It's, it's Richie McCall. Yeah. <laughs> First comment comes from Shane. I'm off to buy one tomorrow before that poison is splashed all over it. Ooh. Sheesh. Poison? Yeah. That's, I mean, I understand that AIG are not the most liked in New Zealand. I mean, okay, let alone the world. Um, so much so that Shane wants to go buy a black jersey before the AIG one starts selling. But, I mean, I think the All Blacks are still the All Blacks to me. I mean, yeah, and I, and I, I kind of get it. But don't you think it's a bit over the top? A little bit. But, I mean, Warriors fans burned their jerseys after the 2017 season. I feel as though fans have done more for less. I mean, did you watch the Warriors in the 2017 season? Can you blame anybody? I, I guess not, but like rugby, still rugby. I would still, you know, it's still the all. I, I, I get, what, I get what you're saying. I feel like, yeah, Shane's precious, precious about the, much like you, precious about the identity of the All Blacks, yeah. and you know, you got to get the, you got to get the jersey before. It's the black jersey. But why, why the slide against AIG? Next comment comes from Kendra. Shouldn't they be investing money into fixing people's houses in Christchurch before sponsoring the All Blacks? Now, I think investing mm. is the wrong terminology here, but we get yeah. the point, right? The money that AIG have could be going elsewhere, I think, is the point that they're trying to make. Definitely, definitely. And let's let's not forget AIG, for those who do not know, they're an insurance company and they were meant to be paying out the homeowners who had earthquake insurance on their homes before the Christchurch earthquake. And at the point of this article, there were no payments made to the victims of Christchurch. So you can kind of understand where Kendra's coming from in this, like, okay, they're they're buying, well, sponsoring the All Blacks and, and buying the shirts, but what about people's livelihoods? But I think, is this, could this also not be considered as kind of smart business by IIG? Like, if they understand that maybe their perception isn't so great, they want to support the biggest, the best brand in the country, right? I mean, y- yeah, but, you know, even even coming back to, like, you know, our point of, like, the All Blacks mean something on a lower level, I mean, I get what you're saying of AIG need to be able to, you know, do their business and, and also make sure that the people of New Zealand love them and trust them. And, I mean, I guess what, what better way than... And I think you could look at it from another perspective as well. Like, more people worldwide would know about the All Blacks than would know about Christchurch. Okay, you got me there. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I, I, I see what you mean. I think thinking about it from AIG's perspective, they, they must admit, though, that 
they're not popular with New Zealand at the time, which is probably why they spent the big bucks to even just like say, okay, let's let's get our stuff on the All Blacks. But I mean, like, yeah, as you said, I feel in the international landscape, if you if you went to I don't know somewhere in Europe and said New Zealand, they're probably gonna say All Blacks before they say Christchurch, probably ten times over. Hundred percent. But apart from all of that conversation that we've had, I I feel like these are people's actual lives and people's actual homes. Um, you know, an earthquake just happens. It's a force of nature. And if an insurance company says they got you, they should probably get you. Next comment comes from Trudy. Sponsorship is pretty much a necessary aspect of sport. Whatever. Our ABs are always going to be our ABs. This doesn't worry me. Yeah. I mean, sponsorship is part of sport. I mean... The local rugby team, the junior teams at school, they need some form of sponsorship, whether it comes from the parents or whether it comes from external brands, right? I mean, yeah, of, of course. And I and I totally understand what you're saying about, like, you know, money and, and we want to be able to, to pay the right, you know, facilities, the right people, referees, and, you know, when you get to a certain level, physios to keep everybody safe and happy. But... In the way how sponsorship works, I mean, okay, let's let, let's take it this. I mean, you're 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 a business guy. We 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 talk about this stuff all the time. If you own a team and ten thousand people are going to attend the game to watch it, and ten thousand people are going to watch it from home. Yeah. And we have a small business that we would need to, you know, we, we could really benefit from twenty thousand rugby fans seeing the logo or the idea. We're going to advertise. Hundred percent. Hundred percent, man. Hundred percent. We're going to advertise. But if it's a long-term thing for you, you want to be connected to the team and you really believe in the identity of the team, yeah. sponsorship's probably going to be the next thing, right? And maybe even if you know that the team is doing well, I mean, geez, we just, what, we won the World Cup. This is probably the best time for sponsorship to even come. So I totally understand what you mean by, like, sponsorship is necessary. But I feel like there's some fans out there that maybe just don't understand that. Next comment comes from Andrew. Sucks, all right, but more of this is coming. TPPA is being signed soon. It's a backdoor for big American corporations, example Hollywood, to get a big slice of New Zealand. It's being sold to the general public as a quote-unquote trade deal. <laughs> you remember this type of Facebook? You remember this? Take me back. Like people trying to like sell you a dream in the comment section about the TPPA. Like, like people like they were chaotically nice. They're like, that blows. But get a load of this, my friend, Tabby. I mean, from my point of view, though, look at this. The All Blacks are worth millions. Uh, you don't hear you don't hear this about the Wallabies, right? This is the All Blacks. I mean, yeah, 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 no, absolutely. And I feel like we don't often like we don't often give commenters like Andrew like the applause for having the foresight into seeing how many millions the All Blacks were actually worth. Yeah, right? shout out to our marketing team, the people behind the scenes for getting us to this point. Hey, it's Natalie. Um, I'm here in New York and I just wanted to let you all know why I became a patron. I've been a patron for about two years now. And honestly, these guys truly just add so much to my daily life. Um, whether I'm learning about to wake up to do Marty or, you know, I'm taking a little coffee break about stag do's. They really tackle and I, I got to use the word. They really unpack so many issues in New Zealand media and the comment section. And it's just invaluable work. You know, I've stayed a patron because they keep moving on up and it's so beautiful to see. You know, we had Unpack, the coffee break, now we have Coalesce, you know, PhD Unpacked, and they just keep moving up and, and doing new things and it's so cool. So you guys should all become a patron because they just keep adding to the podcast scene and it's such important work. 
So please listen and enjoy the episode in your car, on the treadmill, whatever part of the world you're in, and share with your friends and whanau. Much love. Next article comes from One News, posted on July 22nd. The headline reads, The All Blacks depart for South Africa next week with a near lookalike squad. First comment, surprisingly, comes from One News. The ABs are keeping Captain Kane. What do you think needs to be done to improve the team? Now, to add additional context, this is just off the back of the series loss versus Ireland, so emotions are running high, and One News have decided to take the strange step, I should say, very strange, and actually comment on their own article. I've never seen this before. We're used to One News limiting comments on posts because they get too spicy, they get too racist, they get, you know, you can use your imagination there. But for them to actually try and stoke up some drama in the comments, interesting. In their own comment section as well. Not just another one, like... This is unprecedented, if we say the least. Like, mm. this is nasty. Mm. Like, imagine if I just posted a photo on Instagram and be like, same outfit, two nights, and then commented under it, Kai wears the same outfit, two nights in a row. What are, you, what are your thoughts? I mean, not going to lie, that'd be pretty funny. But that isn't the behavior <laughs> that we would expect from One News who have then gone to limit comments on other posts. Exactly. And I feel, you know, they it's, it's almost like they're acknowledging how spicy the comments actually get. Exactly. Like, they know exactly, like, oh, maybe if we just stoked the fire a little bit, we're going to get some racism or we gonna get some xenophobia come on and I, like me. i wonder if they would then ask people to comment and then from there delete people's comments that were rude and aggressive and disgusting like who knows and it's ironic that we would comment and kind of call them out on this because you could argue that this would actually benefit us with more comments would lead us to <laughs> unpack it Sorry, hey. i had to i had to <laughs> but i think that you know all these news agencies are doing this right now because you know like, the more comments they get, the higher up in the algorithm they get. Engagement wins. Exactly. Next comment comes from Tony. Well, that is the end of us. I supported the Blues all those losing years. Now I have to do the same for the ABs. <laughs> what? It's Tony. T- what the hell, Tony? I think Tony's just handing in their All Blacks <laughs> fan membership. Like they're going to get their AB's jersey they're wearing and just chuck it outside the house and be like, I'm done with it. I'm done. I'm done. Like they're supporting like a club. Like, like yeah, no, nah, I wasn't really a fan of like the last election. So I'm just going to just going to stop supporting the country. Yeah, I don't get it. But I, I guess it just speaks to how important and integral the All Blacks are to our national identity as a country. You know, causing Tony to question their fandom. After one series loss. And so Tony kind of comparing the Blues to the All Blacks is kind of... Is is it disrespectful? I think it just shows the love. I think it just shows Uh. the love and the fandom. Next comment comes from Karen. Doesn't hurt to lose. Learn from your mistakes. At the end of the day, the All Blacks are being coached. Now it is up to them to put into practice what they have learned through the coaches. Coaches don't get all the credit if they're winning all the time. Players get the praise. Give the coaching staff a chance. Honestly, another unprecedented news. Applause for Karen. Wow. We have to applause for Karen. I never thought we'd see I didn't think we'd get to this point. Honestly, congratulations to us. We've come a long way. We have. And shout out to all the Karens out there. This is the audience. If you're sitting there, give yourselves a pat on the back. We've made it. 100%. We've made it. 100%. But true, I think at times we are quick to judge and quick to want hasty change, especially when things are going wrong. So we should give them a chance. I mean, 
Do you know the the wild thing is that the amount of comments here that are like speaking like they're the next coach of the All Blacks <laughs> is is ridiculous. Like yeah. I can imagine that for all like ten of the comments here that are like criticizing the All Blacks and the coaching, there's probably like five letters that are being sent to New Zealand Rugby Board. Like, 100%. so listen, this is what you need to do. All right, yeah. now, this is a but yeah, no, I think it's it is kind of weird, right? That we have such a big opinion and a big narrative on the coaching, the coaching staff, the players. Imagine if like this podcast failed. Who are we blaming? The writers, bro. Absolutely. The writers. And saying that, we'll get the blame. Oh, we're going to get the blame, 100%. We're on the guillotine. I mean, technically, it would be the writers' fault. It's I'm not throwing them under the bus. Now, listen, it would be the writers' fault. <laughs> but I if guess you, we'll cop it. If you wrote for this season, we coming for you. <laughs> Next comment comes from Glenn. If we were going to turf people out for failure all the time, Jacinda would have been four years full-time back at the fish and chip shop. Okay, Glenn brings up Jacinda at the fish and chip shop, which so many people like to because, uh, you know, in Jacinda's campaign, yeah. she was shown as a hardworking, working class woman. And they did that. I think the Labour Party did that as a way of being like, yo, she works at a fish and chip shop. One of us. She's just, just like you person. and me. The fact that Glenn thinks that she would still be at the fish and chip shop is I don't know about that one. That's a bit odd. I think people's careers progress. No offense if you are are at a fish and chip shop, but like I think Jacinda Ardern would probably have been doing something else. Absolutely. And also it's like, what do they even mean? Like Glenn comparing Jacinda as prime minister and Ian Foster as a coach may be funny to us, but overseas listeners of this podcast who may be wondering, oh, you know, New Zealanders take rugby pretty seriously. Hearing this and realizing the fact that Glenn made this comparison online mm. and no one batted an eyelid shows how central seminal it is to our just feeling of self. Yeah, absolutely. The Prime Minister and the All Blacks head coach are on the same level. One and the same. The last article comes from News Hub, published September 12th, 2020. Rugby Championship 2020. All Blacks hooker Cody Taylor not keen on tournament in Australia. The caption says, All Blacks hooker Cody Taylor isn't too keen on the idea of spending Christmas Day away from his family in isolation. The All Blacks face the prospect of being away from their families on Christmas Day. First comment comes from top fan Mary. Ooh, you're hard showing off. Christmas Day happens every year. You'll be fine. XX. Oh, not the XX. Yo, that's savagery right there. It was so hard for me to not read that in a super sassy voice. <laughs> you know, because you can feel the sass in that comment. The space XX, you'll be... Oh, and this is 2020. This ain't 2011. So Mary really came through with the... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. She wrote that on her iPhone. Like, yeah, mm-mm-mm. You'll be fine, XX. Yeah. Oh, no. That reads off like, have fun. Full stop. <laughs> I, I, I feel like this isn't just like some stranger that she's telling this to either, by the way. It's like... It's an all black. Yeah. This is co it's not just anybody. Could you yo, could you imagine your boss coming in and telling you like, yo, the, you're you're on the roster for Christmas Day, my G. And not having any ability to be like, I wanna I'm actually going to Christchurch to see my family, or I'm going anywhere else to see my family. And then and they're like, Yeah, bro, you working. You working. That's rough. Okay, now imagine a customer named Mary coming in and being like, Hey, don't worry, Christmas happens every year, my G. Imagine, like, your boss telling you and Mary being a customer <laughs> overhears that conversation. And as your boss is telling you, Mary's like, Mary in the back at You'll be nine. fine. You'll be fine, <laughs> sweetie. You'll be fine. It's fine, sweetie. Give me these. 
That's rough. <laughs> that is rough. Mary, honestly, from the top row. <laughs> Next comment comes from Marty. Take that jersey off then. You're not worthy. I worked at sea for two months over Christmas without batting an eyelid to provide for them. Time to pull up them big boy pants. And look, to be worthy of the jersey, you have to show some determination, grit, and that get-on-with-it attitude from our culture. I mean, the All Blacks are representing the primary industries, the hardworking farmers, mm. everything in between, everything around that. I, I, and I get that. And I also think that, you know, this is, this is a comment that not only stereotypically screams Marty, but I feel like, yeah, just to be like one of those proud New Zealanders from the primary industries, I feel like all, in all of the ads that we see for the All Blacks as well, we see farmers. Grassroots. Yeah. We, you know, we, we see fishermen. We see people who are a part of our primary industry. You know, the rugged kind of New Zealand male culture. Absolutely. And I feel like that's why Richie McCaw is like seen as one of the gods in New Zealand. Because he's clearly doing the farm life and then putting on the black jersey. As if he's coming from the paddock to the field, you know? I feel like there's a section of New Zealand that don't want to know about the new athletes. 100%. That are like putting family first. Or, or and I know I've been a pessimist this episode... Perhaps not looking at the bigger picture, right? Like, it, like in the comment that you read out, Marty also mentions providing for your family, mm -hmm. which is essentially, you know, what he would be playing rugby to do, right? Yeah. Last comment comes from Daniel. State news in any country is pretty misleading. Unfortunately, we aren't an exception. Okay. Well, no, 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 hold on. Okay. So we have some quotes from the article okay. just to give you more context. I was about to go in. Mm-hmm. These are all quotes from Cody, the All Black, mentioned in the article. I'm still working through it mentally, but there will be processes in place. The All Black's environment is like a home. It'll be tough being away from the family and kids, but people do have to do it all over the world. You always want to play at home, even if it's behind closed doors with an empty crowd. Now, with what's going on, it's what you have to do to get out there on the paddock. Okay, so from what Daniel's comments said, it's state news is pretty misleading. And now hearing you read out those comments from Cody, I I get it. But now I'm just thinking, like, why would the media paint this story of Cody to be entitled? Like, isn't too keen is one thing, but of course he wouldn't be, you know, with the entire pandemic going on. And from his comments, it's not far-fetched to say that he's still interested in playing yeah. the idea of play, you know, playing rugby and, and getting on with it, as you said. And I think this almost summarizes the All Blacks treatment in the media, right? They're entitled when they don't do what we want them to do. But when they're scoring tries, kicking goals, mm. winning Rugby World Cups, they're gods. And I think this is almost reflective of us as a whole, the entire country and our perspective on people. Yeah, I mean, look, it's pretty reflective of our culture, huh? Then I guess what more could you expect from our favorite pastime? fucking floored to somebody. You have one new voicemail message. Message received 10th of July at 11.57pm. To unpack, hope you're good. So, I think for this particular moment in time, 
we were proud of both why we got bombed and what we did after we got bombed because 